Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, this episode, I kind of want to react to a social media meme I saw the other day, or news feed, whatever, or something, one I think it was on Instagram. Someone kind of posted a split screen to have, of course, uh, Josh Donaldson in a Milwaukee Brewers uniform and Aaron Hicks in a Baltimore Oriole uniform, and ironically, both these players headed to the postseason while the New York Yankees are not. And, of course, these were two players who were terrible for the Yankees to start the season. Of course, we couldn't wait to get them out of town. And now, ironically, they're now headed to the postseason while the Yankees are, you know, making their golf plans. Maybe uh, going to get a, catch a few holes in the Dominican Republic. So, just kind of want to give my reaction to it. Again, of course, we know, you know Milwaukee, their first place in the NL Central. And as we really well know, Baltimore Orioles, we've been staring up at them pretty much, it seems like, the whole season. In both cases, I think it's... Um, not because of those players, but despite those players. Now, of the two, Aaron Hicks is the one that really turned it around. Again, I'm not going to buy the story where, you know, some Baltimore scout was like, you know, Aaron Hicks, he's uh, hitting 188, but, uh, you know, if we could just get him to tweak his swing like he had in 2018, I think we could turn him around. I'm not going to buy that. I just think sometimes you need to change the scenery. It's just uplifting. You get something off your chest, and then it happens all the time. The Yankees have had players come here and turn things around like that, so I'm not going to buy it, but I'm happy for him nevertheless. So I'll dive into both situations, just kind of give my take on each. And, of course, let's look at this Yankee team again, why this Yankee team failed, and kind of compare the Yankees in the end to the Baltimore Orioles, where, you know, there's a lot of similarities, but there's a big difference, again, why they're headed to the postseason and the Yankees are not. So, again, it's all good stuff, but before we do, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you get cool stuff like you can listen to right now, plus get a little wrap-ups after every series. I know the series wind down, but, of course, we have this long offseason ahead of us. There's going to be a lot of controversy over which free agents the Yankees should sign, what trades should they make, what trades should they not make, should they try to cut somebody, all that good stuff. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to get that. It's going to be a long winter ahead of us, as well as the spring training. And, again, hopefully no one gets hurt like calls from Don did last year. And, of course, make sure, if you haven't done it already, go over to the YouTube channel, YouTube, section. 420 Talking Yankees get the visual part of the show. This is the audio part. The visual of the show, um, you know, some crossover, but also a lot of different content that there that you won't get here. So you want to cover all the bases, as they say in baseball. Ha ha ha. Make sure you subscribe there. Section 420 uh, Talking Yankees. So kind of want to jump into this. Uh, I guess I'll go first with Donaldson because it gets us the easiest one. Now, suppose he kind of walked in there struggling. Again, this is Donaldson. He's a bit of a jerk. Uh, didn't he bother introducing himself to the Milwaukee Brewers team? Now, they signed him to a minor league deal after the Yankees cut him. And I guess they promoted him to the major league club. And I guess it's a baseball norm with them. When you go to a new team, you literally go into the clubhouse and you, even though they know who you are, you introduce yourself, uh, you know, one by one. That's just kind of the baseball custom. He basically just walked in and like, you know who the F I am and all right, let's go play ball. So, you know, that's Josh Allen for, for you, uh, for you. Again, he's always been a little chippy of a guy like that. Uh, but nevertheless, now look, if you look what he's been doing right now. Pretty much been doing what he's been doing, what he did with the Yankees in 2023. Doesn't make a lot of contact, but when he does, it's a home run. He has nine hits, and of those nine hits, three of them are home runs. So you can't call the guy a total bum. But again, if you want to build a winning team with a team batting average and you know, move, passing the baton and moving the guys on the bases, he's not your guy. If you want someone who's going to hit a home run once in a while, okay. But what he's doing right now, it's kind of what he did with the Yankees. Okay, he's doing a little bit better. He's hitting like you know 190 batting average. Now with the Yankees, he was hitting like 141 and the same deal. He had 15 hits. But guess what? Out of those 15, 10 were home runs. So... Get get your quick one run once in a while. That's about it. So, you know, he's not doing anything different with Milwaukee than with the Yankees. And again, I think it was the wise move to cut him. Just cut bait there and just, you know, see what you got with Oswald Peraza. Now, Peraza's like wowing you, but at least it's a little um, shot in the arm. It's a little youth. It's a little injection of, of, of optimism. Uh, again, only has two home runs as the Yankee with the Yankees so far this season. But again, there's no reason this. We've seen enough of Donaldson. There's, there's nothing else to see there. And this, again, this, once this team was pretty clear, they're not going to make the postseason. 
no reason to keep them around. So Wright moved them, get rid of them, and they offloaded them again. Milwaukee maybe just need a stopgap guy, need a need a veteran, you know, in there. So not a terrible move by them. And of course, he still has you know pretty solid defense, even though he's in his late thirties. Now was never really with the problem. The Yankees, I know he had a couple of clunk games with the Yankees, but I think that was more mental, if anything. Uh, so look, he went to a team that was already headed to the postseason. So it's not because of Josh Donaldson. He just got lucky. He's getting you know be able to hang along to the ride. And we remember how Donaldson was for the playoffs with us last year. Did absolutely nothing in the Cleveland series as well as the Houston series. Just struck out, struck out, strike out, strike out, strike out. So I would expect more of the same when he plays with Bruce during his postseason run. Now for Aaron Hicks, look, he righted his ship, and uh, you know I can't say anything bad about him. I mean, right now you look at his average is two sixty two, but really with the Orioles it's two eighty eight. So he's almost hitting. 300 with the Orioles when he left the Yankees he was at 188 uh, but I can't, I, I can't believe a scout saw anything in him that was you know worth good here's a guy again had a terrible 2022 season the season before that hurt left and right multiple surgeries I just think they's got look they found the guy and it's got a little lucky and again I just think get out of New York was good for him and he was able to grow the beard out and just kind of play carefree with a you know a bunch of young guys and just I just think it just all clicked in and we've seen this on the upside opposite side of the Yankees you know when they picked up Nick Swisher uh, back in 2009 it was it was off that 2008 season where he was hitting like 210 210 he comes to the Yankees and 2009 with the Yankees brilliant almost hitting 300 and just absolutely great for the Yankees and again he was just this kind of a throwing like the Yankees initially were going to use him as a first baseman slash right fielder but of course then they make the move from Mark Teixeira then put Swisher out in the right and initially Swisher kind of batting low in the batting average you know low pressure and then just kind of just it just clicked in with the Yankees and you want to go back with Scott Brosha same thing uh, when the Yankees picked him up in 1997 he was hitting like Maybe like a buck ten, or I think it was hitting like two seventeen. He comes here to the New York Yankees. They put him in the ninth hole, no pressure. He hits three hundred on the nose, twenty two home runs, and again was the um, World Series of MVP there in ninety eight, hitting that big, big three run home run uh, against uh, Trevor Hoffman, as we know there. So again, we've seen guys on the opposite field. It, it happens sometimes. You just go to a new area and things just click in, and it just happens. I don't think it was a scouting thing. I just think and they just wanted to pick a veteran up from the Yankees just to kind of get an idea what the Yankee organization. Was up and it just it just worked worked out in their favor and again Aaron Hicks hasn't been amazing but it's been good I don't think it's because of Aaron Hicks that Baltimore's going to the postseason I mean they were playing very well before the, they picked them up uh, but again he's just lucky he's caught on the same time and again he has been a contributor so he's not hasn't been like you know. I would say Donaldson's more just got lucky. You know, he's just at the right place at the right time. Hicks is at least contributing a little bit there. So of the two, at least, you know, Hicks is kind of doing something more than Donaldson there. So um, you go back to the situation when these moves are made. Aaron Hicks at the time when the Yankees let him go was during that Cincinnati series. He was hitting 188. He had two extra base hits. One of them was a double and one was in a home run. And just absolutely miserable. Couldn't get the ball out of the infield. Automatic out. And again, even you know, it was starting to bring some of that into the outfield. You know, we saw when they moved him to left field last season, uh, had a few gaffes where at one point Boone had to take him out of game. So a little of that this season as well. It was just a lost season, and I know it's a little egg on Cashman's face that he goes there and plays well with Baltimore, but you had to get rid of the guy at the time. It was the right move, I mean, and the Yankees gave him like so many chances. All right, you can't say the Yankees give up on him. You know, even 2022, it was pretty clear that he, it wasn't clicking in for him here. They stuck with him. They stuck with him this season to start the year off, uh, just because he was under that contract, and he kind of can't really just throw that much money away. Uh, so the Yankees gave him every opportunity can some of it was on him he couldn't stay healthy you know and again early on with the Yankees he was very good I liked him I never really hated him and just 
they just, it was an automatic out. What are you going to do? You just can't have automatic outs in your lineup. And this really brings me to what the problem with the Yankee organization as it is right now with these players. And uh, I think John Heyman, I think he's running out with the post. He always bounce around. He kind of pointed this out too the other day uh, to some of the Yankees' top problem. But it's just li- literally, it's his hits. It's hitting. And now if you look at the Baltimore Orioles and the Yankees, you look at the pitching staffs, they're pretty much neck to neck. I mean, if you look at ERA, actually the Yankees a little, just a tad bit better than them. Uh, but overall, overall pitching for both organizations, it's just about the same. So it's not like Baltimore is doing with the pitching. What they are doing is with hitting. Now with hits, they are ninth in the league. The Yankees are about second to last. And in doubles, Baltimore is third in the league. And Yankees are pretty much, again, almost like dead last there. So they're doing with singles and they're doing with doubles. So that's pretty much it. Home runs, the Yankees actually, you know, doing better than Baltimore that day. So Baltimore's not doing the long ball. And if you look really up and down the batting average, I mean, the Baltimore's team batting average is only around 250. Now, the Yankees are much more in the basement, like 220. Yeah, so it's not like Baltimore's, like, doing anything drastically better other than just the basics of baseball. Hitting and hitting doubles. And that's just pretty much what the Yankees got to get back to. Um contact hitting and more athleticism again the Yankees are pretty much long ball or nothing uh, so hopefully with these young guys you know they can instill some of that obviously Austin Wells has been you know hitting a couple of long balls so he likes systems there but this is what the Yankees you know and Cashman have to do next year is design a team that's just going to get more hits again high team batting average just hits and doubles that's it as simple as baseball the home runs again that doesn't really seem to make a difference and pitching then the Yankees and the Orioles you just look look at the stats both organizations just about on the same on par you know yeah obviously a few games go so you know one team's going to go over the other for a little stat there but it's not like Baltimore's out pitching the Yankees that much they're about the same it's just Baltimore doing a much better job getting singles and extremely better job than the Yankees getting doubles and that's the game of baseball where they don't have to rely on home runs where it's seems like the Yan- that's what the Yankees have to do. So that's the breakdown. So again, those two players will, who the Yankees uh, discarded and fans couldn't wait to send packing. But now are going to both be mo- making the postseason while this Yankee team is not going to make the postseason. So a little irony there. But again, as I say, the whole theme of this thing, it's despite them, not because of them. And we also saw it last year with Joey Gallo. He went out to L.A. All right, the first week or two, he hit a couple home runs. I was like, ah, see, you need to get out of New York. And then he did what he pretty much did before, hit 200. Same thing, goes to Minnesota and this season. And again, pretty much the same type of player. You didn't need to move these, some of these guys out because these weren't performing here. And now we get into the offseason. And, you know, Yankees going to have some similar questions now with DJ LeMayu and Gio Carl Stanton. Again, they're going to kind of be next up on the list now. Stanton's basically a 200 hit. He admitted, admitted during the last home series against the Arizona. He, he's been terrible. He's recognized it. So good you recognize it. But you got to do something to turn it around. So uh, let's see. You know, again, the Yankees said that they're going to bring in some third-party help. Uh, maybe we could do something, find something with, you know, whether it's Stanton's stance of swing or something with DJ stance of swing. So those two guys got to get turned around because you still have too many years left in their contract where I don't think anyone's going to take them. And they're owed so much money. I don't think they'll do like a Josh Donaldson where you could just cut him. You know, Donaldson was on his final year of his contract. Even though he had a chunk of money to give it to him, it's easy to cut a guy in his last year. You still have a couple more years with, with Stanton. You have a couple more years at, at DJ. I don't think you can easily just cut them like that. So it has to be a situation where they got to write themselves. Oh, you got to find a way to make a, make a trade. You got to include like a Peraza or something to someone to take them to get them out of town. And so you could have players in here that could hit over 200, well over 200, and hit singles and doubles. Not like Stanton, who like you see the way he runs on the base. He's afraid to run. He's afraid to bust it out because he doesn't want to tear a quad, which I understand. But you need athletic players and you, and you need uh, more base runners. So hopefully Cashman can fix that problem in the offseason. So that's the episode. Two players going to the postseason. Again, the Yankees playing golf. Catch you next time.